This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Who's going today? I'm going to do it. Laura. For this week. So we all love free goodies, and we were talking about how the Dodgers were trending because they don't disappoint when it comes to promotional giveaways. Yeah. My socials went crazy when they dropped that September 1st, they're gonna be, there's going to be a Kobe jersey for Lakers night. Yeah. Now, if you buy a ticket, you can't expect just to get the jersey. You have to buy the Lakers package. Cappy, this is for you because you yeah. get upset when these things happen. Right. So you need a specific ticket to get that jersey. But that's not until September 1st. I already saw the jersey. It looks dope as it is. Yeah, it looks cool on the picture. So it's not like the first 30,000 people or something? Nope, nope, nope. You got to buy a package. That's the ongoing argument around here, Funchy. Yeah, you need to buy- I always thought it was the first 20,000, first 30,000. It's not the case. So I'm going on uh, Sunday. Okay. And uh, they're doing Oral Hershiser bobblehead uh, that day. That's Sunday afternoon. It's Saturday the 720. Saturday. No, Oral Hershiser's Sunday, It's Saturday 729. I have it on my list. Better hurry up, George, and get your tickets fixed. <laughs> so tomorrow, tomorrow, Cappy, these are if you're the the first forty thousand. Tomorrow is Max Muncy bobblehead night. Okay. Saturdays is uh the one that Sedano was talking about. Tuesday, August first, you get the nineteen eighty eight Tommy Lasorda World Series ring, and then Wednesday, August second, is Filipino Heritage Night, so you get a jersey. But again, you must buy the special the special excuse me package for that. Thursday, I. I I'm not a huge Hello Kitty person, but people go nuts for this. They do go so nuts. So Thursday, August 3rd is Hello Kitty bobblehead night. So again, the bobbleheads are the first 40,000 unless otherwise specified, but I didn't see anything else. So if you're one of 40,000, you get the bobbleheads. But did you, I saw it's a Saturday, 729, Sedano. Uh, it might be. Hold on. Maybe I read it Okay. Wrong. All I know is August 1st, me and George are going to be up at Rams training camp and then August 3rd. Mm-hmm. We're going to also be at training camp. But don't forget about this Saturday. I know you just mentioned it, George. This Saturday, the 29th, like, get it together, man, and meet us at Rams training camp. We're on the air from 4 to 7 p.m. Yeah, be there. I feel like I just I, I <laughs> just gave George news because he was excited for Sunday. Oh, you're right. It is, it is Saturday. Saturday. He wants that oral Hershiser Well, you know why? Because I could have sworn I saw it said 1.10 p.m. for whatever the Hershiser thing was, but I guess not. But it's International Trading Card Day the next day. So yeah. Okay, nice. Yeah. So those are uh, some cool giveaways. If yeah. you want the jersey for Filipino Heritage Night, buy the package, or for Lakers Night, which is September 1st for Kobe. Unfortunately, I will not be there because I'm actually not even working that day. It's a Labor yeah, day I'm weekend. on vacation, yeah. yeah. So if anybody out there gets the jersey, please let your girl know. I will yeah. pay for it. Cappy, just letting you know, I'm not doing a lot of the shows in August. So, <laughs> You know, George, I kind of feel like I've got a lot going on in August, too. I've got off like... The first week, I've got three days off from going up to the Blues Festival in Mammoth. In middle of the month, I'm going to take my daughter back to Tulane. And then end of the month, I got like a week coming up. Dude, I'm not working in August either. I retire in August. Okay. I'm retired in August, people. What you guys need to know. The guys will not be working a lot in August. (laughs) Brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times. Less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right. Beto Duran is here. The Cisco Kid, as uh, Christopher likes to call him. He spent uh, a day with Cappy at the racetrack. Beto, como estas? Uh, I'm at Dodger Stadium right now watching my Canadians, you know, hey, uh, taking batting practice, brought the kids out, so we're hanging out here. It's 
Femia here. Alana, it is King's Night, but you had to get a special ticket. So, sorry, girl. Ain't got nothing for you. Ugh. You say you're out there watching your Canadians? Hook is this yeah, Toronto, bro. I just wanted to know which Canadians Toronto, you were watching. That's all. I mean, Toronto is, uh, they're really good. No, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, they're not that good. Yeah, no, they're good. Jeez. Yeah, I, I mean, they, they, listen, they lost two out of three to the Padres. They can't be that good. Well, but Ugh, they're the like Padres. right in the mix of this thing. They're like, aren't they in the wild card right now? Cafe. They're Yo. in San Diego. Yeah, bro. they are. They're, at the they're the third Come wild card now. team. Nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. <laughs> yeah, they're good. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah. So, Beto, up, uh, I, wanted, I wanted you to, uh, to give George a little of your own review <laughs> of what happened yesterday because I said during Super Crosstalk with Ireland and Mason, I said, look, guys, it is true that I said to Beto, there is nothing to love about this horse. But if, if, if I could have just had like 10 more seconds of your time, I would have finished the sentence. But that didn't happen. Um, okay, so my so those that don't Matt, know, hold on a second. Time out. Yeah, yeah. Let me let me reset here. So yeah, Beto yeah. went down with his daughter and his niece to Del Mar, down to South South LA. Cappy was there with Rachel uh, and his parents, and uh, you had a horse running that was that was thirty to one. Beto was like, "Yo, let's put it down on the long shot." And you said, "Beto, what did he say?" Uh, he said, "I'm not, not too much to feel good about this horse." And he said it to my daughter, actually, and Michaela is 13. She remembers everything. So my niece, Madison, and my daughter, Michaela, were down there. And Cappy did a great job. He hooked him up, took us into the paddock. We met Hall of Fame jockey Mike Smith. We're standing there watching. I'm like, Cappy, so what's up? After meeting Mr. Cappy, who was fantastic, by the way. Uh, so I was like, Cappy, what's up with this horse? Because Cappy's previous horse earlier lost. And Cappy gave me that look like, nah, man. And I was like, oh, okay. So I guess we're not going to do it here. And Cappy, I don't know what you're talking about. We lingered, bro. We stayed there. We hugged it out a couple more times. We took a couple more pictures. And you say a damn thing about that horse, man. I know. So, I know. What? What? Here's here's what I should have said. I said there's not a lot of reason. So to you love needed this ten horse. more minutes of his time, not ten more seconds. I guess I don't know. Hey. But 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 better weren't there Cappy like a lot defeated, of people bro. around? No, there was nobody around. There weren't like people all over us and like dragging us in different directions. And you had kids and your sister and and I had my girlfriend and my parents and there were like all kinds of people no. in the paddock. No. You, that no, you weren't, even standing, you weren't even standing by Rachel. Oh. Well, I really did screw things up then for you. <laughs> hey, but it doesn't matter, though. We ended up in the winner's circle because we ran over, and uh, we saw Because we stayed just for that race as we were leaving. And my sister Gloria was like, is that your friend in the winner's circle? I'm like, yeah. So we ran over, and we're like, Cappy, 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 because we're all excited. And then um, you're like, come on in. So we ended up in the winning circle picture. So, hey, King delivered the winning circle picture. By the way, George, <laughs> There must have been like 50 people in that picture. Everybody from the Great Friends stable and the friends of the friends of the friends were in that picture, man. That's right. I mean, listen, I brought my friends in. That was you, Beto, you and your six-pack. So we yeah, had we six up, people. Bro. Big time. And here's the thing, though. Cappy asked me, do I need anything? And I was like, no, on the way down there. And I was like, because these kids need to learn what it's like to live the general mission life. They need to learn how to sneak their way into better speed stuff. They need to learn how to sneak themselves into VIP, right? So they, we had general mission, didn't have a table, we were roaming around. By the time we got to Cappy's horse, my, my niece and my daughter were front row with the winners, bro. That's how you do it. Don't, te- don't give them the silver spoon. Teach them how to take stuff. Yeah. Yeah, George, when the race was over, I was looking for Beto. I'm like, where is he? He's got to get into this picture. So now there's this winner's circle picture, the horse, the trainer, the jockey, and like 50 people, and Beto and his daughter and his niece and his sister and his brother-in-law, and there they are all smiling in the front row, you know, of this picture in the winner's circle. But Beto, I told George, I go, the horse was 30 to 1. It was bet down to 14 to 1. When the big favorite went off the board because he got scratched, it redistributed the odds, and we got down to 9 to 1. Yeah. And, I mean – 
nine to one. That's a that's a pretty big upset right there. Oh, you'll love this cap. So, uh, George, the favorite got scratched, right? So I'm making my bets. I always wait till like last two minutes. I'm making my bets, and this guy comes up behind me. You gotta move. I gotta cancel this horse. They just scratched him, and I was like, "Oh, you got scratched? Okay." The guy's like, "I got fifty thousand on this race." I turned around, I was like, "Oh, okay." And I was like, two dollars on number one across the board." <laughs> Get out of here! You had a Del Mar dude. You know, I want to say another word, but trying to act like he was somebody. Like, man, that's your fault. What are you doing betting in the two dollar window if you got fifty grand on you? Stop it, topsiders. Yeah, really. Stop it is right. Better you want to hear how it all played out, George? Would you like to hear this? Sure. Chance? Yeah. Because Laura went and pulled it. This is this is how it came down the stretch, Beto. Oh, nice. Trevor Denman. All right, Laura, you got this? Let it rip, girl. They come to the top of the lane. Oh, somebody just dropped their whip there. I do believe it was Raging Torrent. It's made no difference. Raging Torrent takes off, pins his ears, and goes for home. And Raging Torrent now in front, a length and a half with a 16th to go. And Raging Torrent and Antonio Fresu win it well. Second, I win again. Third, Tall Paul, and fourth, Miramari. Now, George, you know what happened here? I, I offered, Beto, I offered George a chance to invest in the great friend stables. He turned me down. He told me Man. he invested in a hotel in, in Idaho or, or, or Oregon or something. Montana. Montana. boy. Now, that horse, George, went from being like a like $100,000 horse to now being like a $400,000 horse. Oh, One win. Stop it. Stop true. it. True. Cappy. Cappy. True. Cappy. Yeah. That horse, the purse yesterday was 88000 Yeah. Right? Yep. The jockey gets 10%. The trainer yep. gets 10%. Right. And you had 800 people in the winning circle what's right. the percentage you're going to get if you invested 20 grand like what 20 cents Come oh on. no no that that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about that's a maiden special weight race and that's like little two-year-olds that are preparing because their trainers think they might have kentucky derby aspirations you win a race <laughs> you win a race like that all uh, of a sudden you're on okay. the map hey george you, you need somebody else from montana i'm right there with you man <laughs> they're building a convention center right there it's going to be Let's big. Go. Those hotels are going to start go. to fill up soon. <laughs> hey, ta- ta- I'll bring Taco Salso. He's ready to go. There you go. Uh, Beto, uh, so what are we thinking tonight? With the Do- I said the Dodgers need to make a move. Like, enough with this. Let's go. The pitching is it needs to be reinforced. They need to do something sooner rather than later. I don't want to have to wait to the deadline. What's the, uh, what's the vibe there? What are the, f- what are the people around there saying about the Dodgers as the Blue Jays come to town? Okay, well, I'm not in a working capacity. I know, today, but just but what do you I, think? I, no, but, what are you but, hearing? But, 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 what does the street you, say? Hey, let me tell you what's going on over here. You rarely see Andrew Freeman on the field. Freeman was on the field talking with Dave Roberts about a couple minutes ago. I just saw my name. I was like, look, that's Andrew Freeman right there. Uh, the team is looking good right now. There's, I talked to one of the guys. was like, hey, man, we're just glad to be home. But there's going to be some kind of move. If you read the L.A. Times story today about all those big arms that are in double A, don't be surprised mm-hmm. if some of them go, man. Don't be surprised because they're right there on the brink. But when Freeman is down on the field and the whole stand casting, you know, like everybody's down here, they know what time it is, man. It's right around the corner. you got to do something. Yeah. All right, brother. Uh, enjoy the game. We'll talk to you soon. Beto, Adios. great to be with you yesterday, man. Way to teach those kids math at the track. He already hung up. Well, it was my way of saying goodbye. Yeah. Damn, he like waited not even, he was like, bye. He said adios and looked like Cappy George hung talking. up on him. No. Looked like, looked like you kind of got rid of him. He, he no, no, up. no, no, he hung up, Cappy. I put him on hold. Oh. No, he didn't even wait to get yeah, on hold. I, right, we I, heard the bing on air. Right. Bye, yeah. There was a bing. You didn't hear the bing? Yeah, I heard the bing. I didn't know what the bing was. About a bing. I didn't know what that bing was. Yeah, bing, like he's bye. gone. Bye. Yeah. He said adios. Hey. Yeah. Uh, Cappy, coming up next, mm-hmm. I'm taking our Blake Harris Dodger insider to task.
You are, aren't That's you? That's it. The Me- same way you took Tim Bontemps to task? I love this kid, but this kid, yeah, DiVincenzo, get out of here. But I love this kid, but I have finally disagreed with him on something. Okay. It doesn't mean you shouldn't is. subscribe to his Substack, but I have finally disagreed with him on something. Have you decided to unsubscribe? Hell no, of course not. I mean, if you didn't didn't you know write something to your liking, maybe you unsubscribe. You're like, yeah, I'm done with this guy. It's fine. I like it. We'll All right. Ta- we'll we'll talk about that. Plus, a lot of predictions about the Rams as their training camp begins here uh, tomorrow on the 25th. We'll be there on Saturday at 4 o'clock. It'll be live on the radio. We'll be having some fun. So we'll get to all that coming up next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates nine out of ten hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Ah, love Rocky. Come on, man. It's still a great song, too, by the way. Such a good song. All the music from the Rocky movies are great, man. Just like all the movie, all the songs from the Creed uh, movies are great, too. Creed is great. They do a great job with the soundtracks for these movies. Shout out to Carl Malone, the mailman. The mailman was like a guy who, I, I'm trying to think if there's anybody in the NBA currently that has that kind of build. I mean... I mean, he was so thick, right? And I, heavy. Honestly, I, I, he was thicker, than, but like LeBron is kind of built like him up top, but not quite as thick. No, he's thicker around the waist. That he was thicker around the waist than LeBron is, but up top, the shoulders. Probably that's the closest thing. You know, when the mailman retired, or I think it, you know, kind of more towards the end of his basketball career. He got into some WWE wrestling. Do you yeah, remember he was uh, him and Diamond Dallas Page against Dennis Rodman and Hulk Hogan. Yeah, and yeah. and when Carl Malone was not wearing a shirt in pro wrestling, oh, dude, he was jacked, yoked. Right. Yeah. Then you you got to see because you saw him as a ball player, and you're like, man, the arms, the shoulders, the chest. I can see how gigantic he wore like that dude a is. like a loose fitting uh, jersey, right? You know, and there was no under thing. There was no you know compression top like right. everybody wears now. Yeah. And um, when Carl Malone got into wrestling and you saw my man with no shirt on, you were like, damn. I mean, Hulk Hogan's all juiced up and Diamond Dallas Page had his deal, too. But Carl Malone was a whole different caliber of looking athlete than those guys. Yeah. And if you've ever been up to uh, Salt Lake City, man, I mean, he still owns that town. Car dealerships and his name everywhere. I I have been, actually. Um, I've been to have you been to Valters there when you go to Salt Lake or no? Walters, is that another baseball stat I'm not familiar with? No, that's not a baseball stat. It's, a, no. it's actually a great Italian restaurant. Oh, never been to Walters. In Salt Lake. Next Volter time I go, is the I'll guy, drop your name. The guy who owns it, Walter. Don't Hello, drop my Volter. name. Drop PJ Carlissimo's name. Oh, PJ, he's the, he's the plug for every great restaurant. Yeah. That I know. 
We had uh, dinner there after a game. Uh, it might have been a playoff game. Um, and it was – I'd have to look. I can, I'll tell you exactly because I'll look it up. Chris Paul's birthday. Mm-hmm. He had his birthday party there with his teammates. Mm-hmm. Volters. Yeah, and PJ and I did the game. It was a playoff game. And Chris picked up our tap. Oh, what a sweetheart. We didn't know that until we were getting ready to pay the bill. And, and then Volter told us, no, Chris picked it up. Oh, what a sweetheart. And we what just, an angel. We waved at Chris said, and then came over, said hello, and then that was it. I wanted to do that yesterday. I was at a restaurant. I had my mom, my dad, Rachel, and my daughters, you know. And there was this girl sitting behind us, and I love this girl. Actually, she's the girl who does my hats for the Mandy's. And, um, and I was looking back, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to pick up breakfast for her and her daughter. And I was going to go you know, find the girl to do that. And then she had a friend sit down with her. And they started drinking pretty good. <laughs> and you were like, forget that. That bill's like, going to be too high. <laughs> you know what? I'll give her a better tip next time I see her at a bar. Forget a about that. Jerk. Me? Why didn't you just pay for it? I don't know. Well, you're not paying for Blake's Substack, so it doesn't matter. But nonetheless. Yeah, so, what happened on Blake's Substack that you're not telling us? What happened? So Blake, in his Substack, yeah. like everyone, is kind of like, yo, what are the Dodgers going to do, man? Okay. You know? So Blake is talking about. Should the Dodgers entertain Max Scherzer or Justin Verlander in a trade? Mm -hmm. Because the understanding is the Mets will probably deal one, if not both of them. Mm -hmm. And the answer is unequivocally no. No. Because both of them have money for next year. Scherzer is a player option, I believe, for $43 million. Mm -hmm. And Verlander is another $40 million on the hook. Forget about Mm -hmm. a player option for next year. If you're the Dodgers... No, I'm not sp- I'm not paying 40 something million dollars next year for guys that I'm trying to acquire to win right now. Mm-hmm. No, no, not in their 40s. Hell no. Well, no, you know, Blake. You know what, Blake? You've crossed the damn line. You're going to send him to hell? No, 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 no. Oh, not until that actually happens and then you blame him for it? No, no, no. I'm not I, I'm just saying like he's just crossed the line. You've crossed the line, Blake. It's crossed the you? line. He is Come on, Balake. That's it. You need to we need to reel you back in. All right, here's the deal. So because I don't subscribe to Blake's Substack, I did not read this. Yeah. So here's my natural reaction. Yeah. Terrible idea. See, the thing is, is that when when the Dodgers got Verlander, excuse me, when the Dodgers got Scherzer a couple years ago, he was a pure rental. That's it. He's here. He'll be here till the end of the year. He'll go out into free agency. We're not going to pay him. He'll go. But he can help us win right now. What Verlander signed... And, and, you know, the, these two contracts that the Mets have now with these two different pitchers, with Scherzer and Verlander. Right. If they were only this year, you might take the chance. Sure. Regardless of their age. Correct. But giving him the option or having to pay Verlander, if Scherzer has the option and Verlander has the contract, I don't need a 41-year-old, 40-plus million dollar pitcher next year. Correct. I, I see what I've got in Clayton Kershaw. Yeah. I mean, Clayton Kershaw is a bargain compared to those two guys. Seriously. And I, I mean, and I haven't even looked. Kershaw's record this year, and granted, he's hurt right now, and who knows if he'll pitch yeah, again. Yeah, but Kershaw this was great when he was right. pitching. My, my point. Kershaw is like a $17, $18 million a year guy at this point of his mm-hmm. career. Yeah. Those guys are 40 plus million dollars. Yeah. And I guarantee you, without looking at the stats right now, that Kershaw has a, has a much better record than both of those guys. And I don't mean just record. I mean ERA and everything else. Every other yeah. Data Kershaw point was do. like, I mean, legitimately, you can make the case that he had like Cy Young type numbers yeah, when he, when was, he like was pitching. Thir- like, I wanna, yeah. I want to say he was like thirteen and two before he got hurt and went out. Something like that. Somebody can fact check me. But go look at Verlander. Go look at Scherzer. 
And and why would you want a forty million dollar guy who's forty plus years old? Oh, both no, no, of those no, no. Guys I, I wholeheartedly agree. Yeah, neither guy is pitched great. Like Scherzer's ERA is above four. Verlander's is like three and a half. And like neither guy has had like this incredible season. Now the Mets have kind of stunk, um, you know. But and yeah, like no, absolutely not. You're not taking on another year of those guys at that salary. Absolutely not. Again, if it's a one year rental and I don't have to worry about that, sure. But you know what, Blake? You've crossed the damn line. Wow, Blake. How dare you? How dare you? You've crossed the line. Get on the, the other line. side of the line, Blake. You hear what my boy Sedano saying here, Blake? My boy Sedano said you crossed that line. Get on the other side. Line in the sand, don't cross it. You crossed it. Get back. Verlander, Scherzer. Scherzer, please. Give me a break. Guy comes here. Guy was good. Guy couldn't finish it off in the playoffs. Yeah, arm falls off, literally. Right. And and the guy goes and gets a forty plus million dollar contract. Yeah. No thanks. Now, if you told me that Otani was going to make fifty million next year and he was under contract and you could go trade for Otani right now, no problem. Right. All day long. You yeah. got to pay Otani fifty million dollars? No problem. The the risk with Otani is is that if you give up so much from your farm, you bring Otani in. You don't win a World Series, and then you lose Otani? That's like a worst-case scenario. Yeah. Uh, Crash Override has tweeted to the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust, which you could be a part of by going to Twitter, or X now, whatever the hell this is called. Okay, quick timeout. Yeah. I tried to get somebody into the Circle of Trust yesterday and yeah. couldn't figure out how to do it. Uh, well, you go to Twitter, or X, whatever Not the hell surprised. it's it's called now. <laughs> then you go, they have a thing, there's a tab for communities, you, ta- mm-hmm. you you click that, and then there's a search bar, and you type in Sedano and Cap, and then you, you apply for membership there. Okay, and what's the deal? Why I'm hearing this peripherally, but I'm not paying enough attention. What's the deal now? Twitter is changing their name from Twitter to X. Is that true? Yeah, that's what Elon's doing. Come on. You don't change the name. Yeah, he did. Wait, it's, it's done? Right, right now, if you go, at least on my desktop version, it says X. I don't think it's, is it the name or just a logo? No, it's just. The birdie no. logo. Here, look. I'm gonna take the birdie logo is gone, but I think I still <laughs> have it. Mine hasn't updated, so me too. A little you still have a birdie yeah. logo? I'll send it to yeah. you in the no, cap logo. circle of trust. I, right? I mean, in logo. the in the group text right now. I have a birdie logo, and I it still says Twitter, not X on mine. Nope, mine says X on the top why, left. Thing. Why would you have a a platform that has hundreds of millions of people Look. literally addicted to it, and now change the name? I, I don't know, man. He's a you know he's smarter than everybody because he's rich. Well, that's usually the case. So. The richer you get, the smarter you become. <laughs> you know, I have this friend of mine, like one of my best friends, and he's a complete dumbass. Okay? I- I'm telling you, man, he- he's a dumbass. But, man, he's rich. And because he's rich, boy, everybody thinks he's so smart, including himself. Because, man, once you ask him a question or get him started on something, even if you don't ask him, he just tells you. But he knows more than you do because he's made more money than you have. And the weirdest part is, I see older people around this guy, and they're sucking up to him like he's so smart, he's so brilliant. I'm like, he's an idiot. Here, here's what I'll tell you. You know the thing about rich people? Tell me. Is that they are smart at something to get them to be rich. Now, in some but cases- they think they know everything once they've made money. Correct. And it, we see this in sports, don't we? How many guys, these guys that, that, that are these billionaires that own these teams, are like really good at the one thing that they do, whatever it is, real estate, tech, whatever it is they do, right? But then they get to sports and they're like, oh, I'll show these guys how to right. do it. Right. And then they flop. Yeah, I mean, 
just look recently at uh, the Artie sale. Moreno. We just talked about him. Well, he's a good example. I was going to give another one, which is look at the sale of the Washington Commanders. Right. Oh, and Daniel Snyder. Daniel Snyder. <laughs> that guy. That guy. I mean, that's that is a guy who is exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah. Made a lot of money. Yep. Made it when he was young. Yep. So for the past 20 years, he's been bullying people around because he knows more than you do because right. he bought a, an NFL football team and right. he made a ton of money. Yeah. And here's the reality. You may have found a way to make a ton of money, but you're a complete dumbass. Right. You're good at that, that one thing you do. I mean, yes, you bought the team for a billion and sold it for six. Yes, you're smart when it comes to money, but knows everything about everything because he made a lot of money. Richest guy in the room, therefore smartest guy in the room. We monitor how smart we are based on how much money we have or don't have. Terrible. I'm telling you, George, my buddy right now, rich guy, grew up with this kid, know him his whole life. Moron. All right, coming up next, Radio Tinder, award-winning Radio Tinder. Not to mention, at 545, let's get to the Rams as they open training camp. A lot of questions about the Rams. Uh, Josh Jacobs, not going to report to Raiders camp. All that Mm -hmm. stuff coming up. We'll get to all that stuff coming up shortly. Radio Tinder, as I mentioned uh, a second ago. But don't forget, 710 and Michelob Ultra are going to be in the city of Orange on Wednesday to support the women's national team. Uh, as they take on the Netherlands in I'll their next there. match. Yeah. I'm in the house. Join us uh, for a watch party beginning at 6 p.m. at Danny K. Sports Bar in Orange, 1096 North Main Street. Got to be 21 or older. That's Wednesday at 6 at Danny K's. Radio Tinder is next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thank you, Christopher. Now, more than a third of Americans say they occasionally or consistently sleep in another room from their partner, according to the survey from the American Academy of Sleep Medicine. The practice of sleeping separately, known as a sleep divorce, and is meant to help you fall asleep, stay asleep without disruption as snoring, stolen covers, or early alarms from your, from your boo. So would you do a sleep divorce with your boo, swipe left or swipe right, Sedano? Would you what with your boo? A sleep divorce. Where you sleep in separate bedrooms. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just get out of the house? <laughs> well, if you weren't listening, more than a third of Americans say they do Well, I know. This. I understand <laughs> that. Yeah. But why just, what's the point I don't that? know. I don't know. <laughs> because, you you know, I know some couples that sleep in rooms, of, you know, different rooms. So, I mean. Well, I, I mean, if, like, they're sick or something and you don't want to get sick, I could understand right. sleeping in a different room. But, like, if sleep divorce, like, as yeah. in. Yeah, you sleep My guess in is room. if you're not sleeping in the same bed regularly, there are some big problems. <laughs> that part. There's that's no, that's no. my guess. I know couples that don't have problems. They sleep in Do they bedrooms. really? How well do you know if they have I problems? I don't know. I'm not in their bed. I'm not in their room. You know, I don't know what's going on. All right, Two. let me give you an example, though. So let, let's say somebody has one of those scuba machines by their bed. What do they call those uh, things? CPAP. Yeah. CPAP mm-hmm. thing, right? It's got that big mask Well, they don't want to die. Yeah. Right? No, listen, I don't blame them. I mean, I, I'd want to live, too. 
but you know, you got one of those big scuba masks on your face. You got one of those big tubes coming out of your yeah. nose. It's not exactly sexy, right? Sounded like Darth Vader. Yo, but my mom, my dad has one because well, he's sick, and my mom don't sleep in no other bed. Yeah, and by the way, you see, they got this new thing where it's like this, like this other mechanism. Yeah, it's, it's a smaller one. Yeah, that you put like by your chest or whatever. Well, I'm trying to come up with reasons why. People might sleep in separate rooms. I too. Ca- I mean, snoring. Like, let let's say the guy's a big loud snorer, yeah. and the woman's like, "Listen, inspire sleep. sleep is what it's called. No mask, no hose, just sleep. Earplugs. Hose I mean- as in H O S E, Cappy. Okay, not H O apostrophe S. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. To Funches' is a defense, it is a big thing to sleep in different bedrooms for couples that have, there's, you know, women or men or whatever, whoever is the, snor- the one that snores, the other right. partner doesn't want to hear it. Yeah. So I have heard that. I am with Sedano, though, but and that, I feel that's like- that's like a, I mean, how bad does your- Significant other snore that you have to sleep consistently. I, well, some people are light bed. sleepers too. So I'm telling you right now, there take are some listening. melatonin or something, bro. <laughs> there, there take some promethazine. Right it works. <laughs> yeah. Trust me, folks are listening and they're like, "Dude, this is the way it works in my house too." But I'll say this: if let's just say my girlfriend snored so loud that she and I couldn't sleep in the same bed, that's probably where the relationship ends. Yeah, what are we gonna a, do? Right, like, if you can't it, deal with it, yeah, right? Like, yeah. do it. Go to the other room. Yeah, that exactly. That's the the weird part because it's like you know things happen in the bedroom, and I want those things to keep happening. So if we don't have the same bedroom. That's that's the problem. Just tell them yeah. to turn on their side. They'll stop snoring. Not yeah. the CPAP the people. Yeah, I was <laughs> not the sleep apnea <laughs> people. Just like I just mean regular snoring. Or there's like the little strips that you can put on the your nose. Yeah, the yeah. little nasal strips. Stuff. Yeah, I, I imagine if you Jerry have small- Rice used to wear them back in the day well, in the football on football. Well, I imagine if you have small kids, you know, one parent might want to escape, you know, all this madness that's going on in the bedroom to go to another room and finally get some sleep. I don't know. Nah, you know? bro, I that's think weird. Yeah, no. I think so, that's a bigger indication of something else is wrong. I think I not every time, obviously, not everything is is a hundred percent for sure. But like, um, but I would say it, generally, more times than not, I would say that's a bigger indicator of something going on with the relationship. Yeah, all I know is, all. is that I, if I were going to leave the bed, like if if somebody were going to leave the bed in my relationship, it would be Rachel leaving the bed, because when I sleep, I I move around a lot. And like I have really vivid dreams, yeah. and like I sometimes I kick, I hit, I like my hands move. What's my, wrong like, with you, bro? No, I just I see vivid stuff. You know what I mean? And then she'll wake up and she's like, "Hey, wake up! Like you just like you swacked me, man! You just kicked me." It's always been like that. No wonder your dog bites people in the ass in their bed. <laughs> Lord knows what you did to him. Well, that's different. That's a different story, George. I would be curious though, like if anybody does this. In- like that listen so in the Sedano and Cap community if you guys tweet us because I would want to know what makes you sleep in a different bedroom than your partner I see a tweet from Crash Overvide in our uh, circle of trust I have to sleep in a recliner sometimes because my back so I have to go to to another room so okay what if your wife has horrible gas that's a get her probiotics yeah bro I'm just saying there's work you know there's workarounds here get some Lysol (laughs) it's <laughs> <laughs> some febreze all up in it i know <laughs> all right guys so singer lana del rey you guys know who she is lana del yeah lana of course del rey. Yeah. Oh, summertime sure, of course, summertime yeah, yeah, yeah. so she was so she was no 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 wait 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 sing it again <laughs> sometimes summertime del rey <laughs> All right, so she was spotted at summertime, a summertime sadness. Come on, Cappy. Yeah, sadness in the summertime. 
Marina Del Rey. No, there it is. There it is. Oh, I know this song. Yeah. Song rocks. It's Lana Del Rey. You've never heard this song? Of course I've heard this song. Crank it up, Laura. Come on, Lana. Come on, uh, Cappy. Uh, uh. I know every word. Listen. All What's right. the first line in the song? Summertime sadness. <laughs> That's the second line, actually. <laughs> second line. First line is kiss, kiss me. Springtime sadness no. turns into summertime sadness. No. no. It's kiss me hard before you go. Kiss me hard before you go. Yeah. Hmm. To the other bedroom, huh? Mm. Yeah, yep. right. All right, guys. So Lana Del Rey was spotted at a random waffle house in Alabama. Good Behind the counter working as a waitress. Cool. Really? Yeah. Some say she was just promoting the, her latest album where she references a town in Alabama. And But the question here is, you can work a day at a fast food place, real mm -hmm. restaurant, or a coffee mm -hmm. place to promote mm -hmm. the show. Swipe left or swipe right, Cappy. Would I do it? Could you do it? Oh, yes. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, 100% I could do it. But, but like if you McDonald's. gave me if you gave me my choice, I'd be like, yo, can I bag groceries? Because like I'm really good. And like when I go to the grocery store, I think to myself, you know, maybe someday I'll just bag groceries. By the way, Daniel Allen just tweeted in the Sedano Cap Circle of Trust. Wake up times vary. Okay. Mm -hmm. I work days, she works nights. That's different. You're not you're you're not even home when she's yeah, home. Yeah, that's is that different. an indication of a bigger problem? No, they work <laughs> schedules are different. That's one of the outliers I was referring mm -hmm, to. Mm -hmm. It's a big problem for you, pal. God, you're an How are you gonna get any if you're never in bed with her? Well, there's an I mean they don't work seven days a week, I presume. Mm-hmm. Get some time in for that, I'm sure. Make Sleep in work. the same bed then. You gotta Make put it, it on your calendar. Yeah. All right. Go ahead, Lana Del Rey. Would you go work? What? What? Where a would you do it? Place, real restaurant, coffee place. What would you do? Oh yeah, I would love that. Yeah. Like or a bar. Ooh, I would do okay. ten bar. Ten bar. No, ninety nine percent. What a bar no. bartender or something? No, I'm more of a maitre d. I'm more of a show you to your table, come around, make sure everything's good. I'm more of a maitre d. Host. Yes. Do, you, do you, any of you guys think you could work in like the kitchen area? Oh, yes. I don't for sure. Think I could. For sure. I volunteered to work in the kitchen at the Sunset Room last Friday he did. night. Did you really? Yeah. yeah well, he I did. wanted to get in there and work with the yeah, guys. He did. See how the burgers being made? Well, they needed help, you know? It was packed. Right. So I volunteered to go back in the kitchen. I was like, let everybody else party and dance. Let Bergman do whatever he was doing. Kimosabi, jump on it, the whole thing, <laughs> you know? And I would go back in the kitchen and work with the fellas. So Sedano got the bar, you got the kitchen, or the host job. What about you, Funchy? Oh, man, I I don't even know what I could do. I I don't know if I could be a cook because, like, I watch a lot of bar rescue and stuff, and I see a lot of, you know, cooks being just stressed out and stuff like that. So <laughs> I don't think I can ever do a job in a restaurant or a serving place or whatever. Laura, you going back to McDonald's? I mean, I would, I, I've done it. I've worked at McDonald's before, so I can do the kitchen, the counter, whatever, you know, but I love to drink, so I feel like I could be a good bartender, so let's go. The tips let's are good, go. too. LFG, let's mm -hmm. go. I, we should have an event, like- Guest bartenders. Like a, right, and we just do, right, guest bartending. I would love that. Like, they call me 99% Laura, let's go. Oh, really? I'm Why? down. Yeah, because I got really drunk at a live once, and I, I was pouring, like when I had my apartment- I just was pouring whatever I had in the cabinet, and it was Bacardi, and for I forgot, and I thought it was water, so I filled it up to the top, and then I was like, everyone's like, Laura, that's not water, and I looked, and it was like li a little bit left, and all I had was uh, Gatorade, so I put a splash of Gatorade, and someone dared me to drink all of it, so 
You did. And I did. 99.9, Laura, is that right? Yeah. Yeah, so that's where that comes from. George, I like the idea. A 710, and Tommy from the Fun and Games Department should get on this immediately. A 710 guest bartending night where you and I work the bar, Mason and Ireland work the bar, uh, Slee and Trav work the bar, Laura and Lindsay got to get in there and do some stuff. We'll make Funchy really uncomfortable because he can't do any of this stuff. (laughs) I love this idea. Let's go. Big charity event. Love it. I'm down. We'll do it at a bar. Maybe at the Sunset Room. I don't know. Let's Mm. do it. Get that burger. It's a nice bar. Uh, One more Funchy or are we done? One more, one more. Okay. So uh, last week, uh, me and a wifey got into a conversation about Otani. Oh, I thought you were going to say about sleeping in different beds. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a different conversation there. Usually when she's mad at me. But that's a different story. I mentioned that San Francisco has a great chance at getting him. You know, as we've been talking about all week here at the station and all last week or whatever. Immediately, my wife says, it must be that sexy manager of theirs. And I'm like, you mean Gabe Kapler? Now, apparently, Gabe- Oh, women love, love this Gabe man. Cap- women Do you know how many women I follow on Instagram that all of a sudden are huge Giants yes, exactly. fans? Yes, exactly. That's yeah. what exactly. I told him. Yep. I see like this all many. the time now. They call him Zaddy. Yep. Get out do. of here. Is that yes. Zaddy? Is that what his name? Zaddy stand for? Well, Zaddy's like, um, it's kind of like a dad like, version of like MILF. Yeah, it's oh. like daddy, Zaddy's but it's not like, a mm. MILF. A DILF is a MILF. Okay. No, a but no. Is a Zaddy's more like, you know, it rhymes with daddy. You know what I mean? Yeah. But what's this? And it's also a song by Ty Dolla Sign. Just go with the cap. Well, anyway, no, Gabe Kapler, my wife tells me she's in love with him, thinks he's really. She thinks he's really what? Really sexy. Yeah. And he follows her Instagram and all and stuff like that. You know, f- goes to the church of Gabe Ch- Kapler and all that. So your boo has a sports crush. Mm-hmm. Swipe left or swipe right to Donna. A sports crush? No. Like, um, God, as she finds sexy. Oh, yeah. There's like, I forgot the country guy. I don't even know his name, but like, there's a country guy. Oh, Garth no, Brooks? No. But no, no, not athlete, no, no athlete. No athlete. Hank Williams Jr. No, no athlete. Kane Brown. He's hot. No. Johnny Cash. Athlete. Johnny Cash. <laughs> Willie Nelson. Really? Yeah, exactly. I Willie mean, Nelson? if it was Willie Nelson, I'd be like, come on over. Let's go <laughs> hang out. <laughs> Bring the weed. Yeah. Uh, Cappy, uh, Rachel. Yeah. So Rachel has a couple of sports crushes. Um, I hate to admit this before we go to Rams training camp on Saturday, but she's got a crush on Sean McVay. She's got a crush on Kyle Shanahan. And she's got a crush on Kevin Stefanski. The head coach of the Browns. So she likes the older guys. She's, so well, she likes head older. coaches in the NFL. She likes the NFL coaches. She's not so much into the ball players. apparently. She likes the coaches. Well, uh, Laura, does your boo have a sports crush? No, I don't think so. He's not telling you. I mean, I'm I'm sure we haven't really discussed that. But the Gabe so. Kapler thing is a phenomenon. I yeah, told, it is. It's a I phenomenon. Told it is. Funchy when he like yeah. he brought it up. I was so like, so many women like him. I that's don't know. a thing. I mean, that's the dude is yoked, and he's a handsome dude. Yeah, he is good looking. And he's guy. got like that. He's so he's got like the. It's not a five. What's deeper than a five o'clock shadow? What's the, what's deeper than that? Whatever. He's got like a deep like shadow. It's like that salt and pepper beard. Beard, right? But it's salt and pepper. It. it let me tell you something. He's a handsome man. Like is I get he it. Your sports crush? I get it. Is he your guy? I mean, he's not that. No, he's not my guy. Like I, you know, I mean, he's fine. Like, but no, like he he's a handsome dude. Like I get it. So like it was funny because I was always like, oh yeah, he's in shape. Like he's probably the like managers. If you think about it historically, look like your grandpa. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like 
So he does not look, look like, like that. Tommy Lasorda. Right. No. Right. He's he's probably still a young guy. I'd say Gabe Kapler's probably in his like mid to late. I feel 40s. like he just played within the last decade for sure, the if I recall thing, correctly. The other I don't thing remember that playing he has, at all. No, no, but here's the thing. Oh no, he Gabe played Kapler for a couple has. of teams. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, here's what he has though. Not only is he good looking, not only does he come off as smart, not only is he already an accomplished major league manager. Right. He's kind of got like a little bit of like tats going yeah. that give him a bad boy vibe too. Right. 2010, you know? it was his last year. He's playing. 47 years old. Yeah, he played yeah. last in 2010. He's so. hot. Gabe but he Kapler's played, hot. he had a 12 year baseball career. Oh, he had a very good career. Yeah. He was a really good outfielder. Yeah, he was like a utility guy, you know, for most of his time. But yeah, he was good. He was a good player. So well, there you go. Uh, all right, that is Radio Tinder, brought to you by our friends at Tequila Mandala. Always swipe right on Tequila Mandala. Award-winning small-batch premium sippy tequila made from the finest mature agaves. Available everywhere fine tequilas are sold. Visit their website, tequilamandala.com. Demand the extraordinary with Tequila Mandala. Do we have uh, Ty Dalla for, for Cappy? That's Zaddy right here, Cappy. Is Zaddy right here? Really? Always on the move, Cappy. Like Kapler. Cappy, don't you want to be a zaddy like Gabe Kapler? I thought I wanted to be a Dilf. No, a zaddy. Yeah, I didn't know what a zaddy was until a few minutes ago. Now you know. I'm still not positive I know what it is. It's like, you know, an attractive, uh, self-confident daddy. I feel like that's me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So this is from the Oxford Language Dictionary. Yeah. A zaddy is a sexually attractive man, especially an older one who is fashionable or charismatic. Right, and okay. Urban Dictionary okay. says zaddy can also be used to imply sexual roles. So yeah. you want to be a zaddy, Cappy. You and Kapler, Cappy, Cappy and Cappy. Yeah. I didn't know I wanted to be until just a minute ago, but now I do. Yeah. So. I'm in. All right, East Central, Cappy. Tell him about that, zaddy. Patilla, y arriba, 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 Capi. Ay, arriba, arriba, Soy marinero. No, no soy marinero. Yo no soy marinero. Soy capitán, soy capitán, soy capitán. I love that, George. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, yeah. Bam, 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 bam. Zaddy, zaddy. Bam, 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 bam. You know what I think about when I think of that movie, La Bamba? Tell me. I mean, first of all, Lou Diamond Phillips did an incredible job as Richie Valens. Let's start with that part of the equation. That's what you think about first? Well, no. I mean, that's not the first thing that comes to my mind. Okay. But said the first I, thing. I just wanted to make sure that we got that across. Of course, you have to. It was clearly. To. I mean, clearly an amazing performance. It was. Um, but the thing that immediately pops into my head is Isai Morales. Yeah. Right? Frenchy? Yeah, of course. When 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 Richie dies in the movie, spoiler alert. Um Whoa, he's on a bridge. Dude. He's on and a bridge. He's like, Richie! <laughs> Bob, right? Bob. Right, Bob. Yeah, his brother Bob. And he's like, Richie! And I'm, that's like the thing that stuck out the most in the entire movie to me. Is like, I haven't seen that movie easily in 20-something years, maybe longer. But that, I will never forget that scene where he just screams Richie. Well, I was just getting ready to watch that movie tonight, as a matter of fact, and I had completely forgotten that he died, and yeah, right. well, he just spoiled it all for me, and right. I have to find something else. Yeah. I almost started watching that quarterback show you wanted me to watch. You know, last night I was, um, I was finally getting back into it, and um, I, I kind of fell asleep, not because it wasn't good. <laughs> no, but- like, That's it was, not a good it, sign. No, but dude, it was like, it was super late. 
I was completely wiped out. I've yeah. been burning the candle at both ends of the stick since last Friday at the softball yeah, game. Yeah, Delmar and friends. Right, and I just had so much going on over the last few days and so much travel and whatever, and I got into bed last night ready to drop, and I turned on quarterbacks, and I'm about 10 minutes in, and it put me to sleep. Yeah. Now, I don't blame the show. I blame me. So I'll go back and start mm. episode two all over. Again. See, I've been wa- I fell asleep yesterday, but I was watch I was doing bowl, you know, old bowl games to prep for the season. So How I was old? I was a cup. I mean, last season's bowl games. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. So I was watching last night. I fell asleep at about halftime of the pinstripe bowl between uh, Syracuse and I believe Minnesota. Yes, pinstripe bowl is the game that's uh, played in Yankee Stadium. Yankee Stadium, and the mm-hmm. turf was a disaster oh, in yeah. that game. Oh my yeah. goodness. All those baseball stadiums that try and become football stadiums for one bowl game. Well, Fenway game. does the same thing. It's just the worst. It's crazy. Yeah, Petco does one too. Right. Oh, they do? I they, didn't well, know. they moved the Holiday Bowl. Oh, is that where the Holiday Bowl is? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. So anyway, uh, Isai Morales, shout out to him, who I believe is also like on the cabinet of like SAG-AFTRA, if I recall correctly. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, I haven't started my strike yet. I got to gotta look into my email and find out where everybody's marching this week. Mm. Got to get out there and strike with my people. So- do you want to change the show to name to Sedano and Zaddy? No, I, I like Cappy, but Zaddy is what I am apparently now becoming. Okay. Thought it was a Dilf, now it's a Zaddy. Yeah. It also sounds nicer than Dilf. <laughs> really? I mean, well, what are you going to call a MILF? A Maddie? No, you can just keep that one. But like, Dilf just does, it sounds like a cheap ripoff. Yeah, well, it is. Right. So. Zaddy needs to get, you know, popular acceptance, George. Yeah. So uh, the vice president of the handsome man community says love La Bamba. Another reason I don't like airplanes. Oh, really? Yeah. You know, air, listen, some t- air travel has become very safe, mm-hmm. um, but sometimes it's not. Look, I, you know, we talked about this briefly uh, last week. We lost our friend, uh, honest Abe, Abe Razik, uh of Fullerton Ford. If you didn't see the post on social media. Um, yeah, we lost him in a, in a plane crash from Nevada to uh, the IE uh, just a couple weeks ago now. So it just it's still like I'm still in disbelief that Dude. that gentleman passed away with his wife uh and you know there's you know several i think six children who don't have a mom and dad at the moment it's crazy okay. don't mean to bring things down yeah but when i saw you post a couple weeks ago i was like what's he talking about and i went and, and researched it i was like what the heck yeah here we've been talking about this guy honest Abe from fulton ford and what an angel of a guy he is and the unbelievable way he dude. the automotive buying industry yeah. and all yeah. this kind of his and just military a, it, background right. and just always out like to help people like that was his deal you know and to be in your early 40s and to be in a plane wreck with a lot you know there was like i want to say there were like eight other people yeah on the there plane. was other passengers yeah, yeah. i'm very sad yeah very sad so very shout very out sad. to the whole family at fulton ford that's that's hurting yeah yeah, no question. I talked to a couple of those guys the other day, and yeah, yeah. it's just tough. And yeah. I, you know, I feel for the kids. I mean, the kids of don't course. have parents. I mean, Naturally. Jesus, it's Naturally. insane. So uh, I'll tell you this though: may I he rest more... in peace, and and may his wife Alma rest in peace as well. And my Amen. best and much love to the Fullerton Ford family and his family, particularly those children. Amen to that. Listen, I'll tell you, I'm more afraid to go in the ocean because of sharks, because of Jaws as a yeah. kid, than I am to get on an airplane. Uh, I thought of you this weekend when I was at the beach. Well, now that sounds hot. Well, because of the shark thing you're oh. always alluding to. Well, you know, I did see some pictures of you and your family mm-hmm. uh, on Sunday yeah. doing a little beach breakfast. Yeah. Where were you guys? Hermosa Beach. 
Okay. And what would you? It looked like you guys stopped along the way and picked up. Well, there's sort of a nice uh, if you go to breakfast. Hermosa Beach, the good stuff is right there, um, right next to Beach House, the hotel, like right okay. off the pier. So okay. we just, I just did a little takeout. So it was a big line because it's Sunday, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So a lot of breakfast people there. So I just said, you know what? I'm going to run, I'm going to roll the dice and see if they'll do a little takeout order to the sand. Okay. And yeah. I'll go pick, I'll walk there, grab it, and bring it back. Okay. And I said to the young lady, I said, hey, you wouldn't happen to be doing takeout orders, would you? She's like, yeah, absolutely. What do you want? And I was like, all right, cool. So we ordered a couple of pancakes for the kids, uh, some scrambled eggs, sausage and bacon for them, one for each one. Uh, each one wants a different breakfast meat. And then uh, the wife and I split uh, uh, an omelet, you know. So well, it looked lovely. It was and, delicious. Uh, and I think I saw that at one point you had Mateo drinking like, I don't know, some kind of juice. Pomegranate drinking- juice. He had yeah. actual pomegranate juice. And then I had pomegranate mimosas. You know, right. I love those. Which is lovely. Yeah. Drinking on the beach. Pomegranate, I got to be honest, if you're just used to doing orange juice with the mimosa, Mm -hmm. if you do pomegranate juice, it will change your life. Oh, really? If you do orange juice only, you're a newbie. Well, here's the thing. Orange juice too acidic, and champagne can be a little acidic sometimes Mm -hmm. too. Acidy. So, yes, (laughs) acidy. So, if you do... If you do pomegranate, it cuts that out. Like it, it tastes. It makes the champagne taste great. It's Don't so know good. it. Don't know pomegranate. Well, champagne. You, you should. And if you really want to go, this is what we yeah. did. Mm-hmm. You know, the pomegranate people, pom. They yes. make traditional pomegranate juice, but they also make a pomegranate blueberry. Uh huh. That's where we went this weekend. Sounds pomegranate lovely. blueberry sounds lovely. As a matter of fact, pomegranate. And you buy blueberry. those little bottles at the grocery store. Yeah, you said. get a bottle of champagne. You do like you know you do like half a cup of we did like solo cups, so like half a cup of champagne, and then you know like a splash or two of the of, of the pomegranate blueberry, and you're good. Yeah. You yeah. ever have champipple? Champipple? Yeah. Like champagne and ripple? That's right. No. That's good. You take some champipple, you put that together with some of that blueberry pomegranate juice, that sounds nice. But that's exactly right, George. Champagne and ripple combined as yeah. champipple. Mm-hmm. Feel me? Yeah. That's what Zaddy's drink. Okay. okay. Good job, by the way, putting that together. I mean, I thought you could get the champagne part. I didn't know if you get the ripple part. I mean, it's not really that many other alcohols. That alcoholic beverages that go with that. We oh, still didn't do the Rams thing. You, you know what? Let's do a lot of football in the last hour. Let's I, do that. I got a lot of football. Okay. So I came with a lot of football today myself, as you, a matter of you fact. You did? Yep. Look at that. Yep. Football talk. Football. All right. Get ready for that. Football talk next. Oh, but first, let me tell everybody that you don't ever have to miss the show. Like, you don't have to be in your car between 4 and 7 p.m. We'd like for you to be. But you can always listen on the podcast on the all-new ESPN LA app. It is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions, particularly this summer. So enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines and the brand-new ESPN LA app. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 